Remember when you had that one dope um, Childish Gambino thing? Yeah. Couldn't we just use that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on how bad you want to get copyrighted. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> That's really good. Couldn't you do like, Is it copyright though? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and that's entirely copyright infringement. You can't use that. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm certain of it. <laughs> what? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Roran's favorite football yeah. podcast. That's right. Who's that? I'm Roran. I'm joined, nice. obviously, by my illustrious producer, Joe Teason. How's it going, Joe? Oh, superb. Tell, why don't you tell the, the, the audience who Roran is? Uh, Roran is my kid. Wow. My kid. Your son, to be more specific. My son, my offspring, my firstborn. Yeah. My and first of kin. Your first of kin and your next of kin. Yeah. Right. And uh, his name is Roran Christofferson. Roran Christofferson. So. T- you want me to say your last name? No, or? I'll bleep that out. Okay, I say it on every show. <laughs> okay, but I'll have to probably bleep that one out. Okay. No, oh, you yeah. can't do that. I just said it. Okay, well, you going to bleep that out? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to just give away my kids' Cause, well, I information. Because I literally said your last name at the beginning of the show. <laughs> okay, well. I do every single time. I had a kid last week. We had no... Did you... Sorry, I'm not on socials right now. Yeah, cool. So you, did you... Uh, that is pretty cool. Did you say something on Instas about it? I did. It? Well, see, I didn't know that we would have a show the whole week. Oh, so you said... Something. I said no show today on Wednesday. Okay. Turns out no show this week. So, yeah. yeah Joe, do that. We're yeah. waiting for a show last week. You can blame Roran for that one. Yeah. Joe still expected me to, like, do stuff for the well, podcast during the week like, that my kid was born. I don't understand, man. I gave you one a day off. I'm already here. <laughs> I'm yeah. already here. Yeah. How like, much time do you need? Literally. Honestly. You're not working. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. Just don't be selfish. I know. All right. Yeah, it was stupid. You're right. Yeah, do it for the greater of the pod. No, it's just that I got home at like nine o'clock on Tuesday. Yeah. After having the babe and all. Yeah. So um, it's not like I was gonna, not like I was gonna plug in the computer, which well, was here actually. Yeah, it's actually hadn't returned it yet. Yeah. Fun thing, funny thing, we we didn't have an episode last week. Mike and I still very much recorded an episode last week. Oh yeah, week. a whole episode. It was two hours of recording. Yeah. Uh, it was probably a really good one. It was a really good episode, like probably the best ever. And you guys, it's just going to be lost into the ether. Shoot. Gone forever. Well, I um, saved the recording. Yeah, well, uh, well no, you actually, guys will never hear it. You didn't save the recording? Yeah, I saved the first bit. <laughs> <laughs> that when we were talking, where you and I. I'm phasing. I'm trying to phase Mike out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, don't, don't tell him. Okay, well. Keep it down. But yeah, I recorded. I saved the first. I think the other part where you and Mike were t- talking got kind of lost. Oh, okay. I think I may have lost that in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> I see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we but recorded that. Uh, that went to waste. Um, but we're back this week. Mm. Joe, you're back. How was how was the whole thing? How was the whole you having a baby? It thing? was awesome. Or not you, but your wife having the baby. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had the baby too. Well, it was yeah. kind of like a team effort. A joint effort. Yeah. But um, mm. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, yeah. When we were, we were recording. I was going to say this. We were recording the episode last week. 
And you were here till like nine o'clock, maybe, or yeah. what, like probably something like that. And then you yeah. had the baby the next morning at seven o'clock. Yeah, I got home, and two hours later, my wife started having contractions. <laughs> Yo, so. this podcast almost made you miss your the birth. I know. Good, honestly. Yeah, well, <laughs> could be. Yeah. But yeah, I actually made a joke that my wife was going to go into labor that night at the podcast. Yeah. So, but, but, uh, I'm not going not gonna to go into details, yeah. but I mean, like, I made a joke about it then. My yeah. wife was going to go into labor. And sure enough, she did. Sure enough. You, me, and Mike were all joking right before you left, because you always leave after your intro. Yeah. Um, we made, We're making a joke that your wife was going to go into labor, and what do you know? It actually, what do you know? It, it actually it, happened. It, you messed around and did it. I messed around and did it. Yeah. I did. And how was that whole experience for you? It was great. Yeah. Very stressful. Very stressful. <laughs> um, we it was a pretty short. Well, I mean, it was decently short labor compared to some people or a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was. We thought we had a lot more time than we did to get to the hospital and stuff. But when we got to the hospital and um, we got into the room, she was fully dilated and ready to go. So. Wow, and that's so, easy. <laughs> yep, and so <laughs> we got in there and started pushing and. Heidi ho, we had a baby. Just like that. It's that easy, kids. It was very easy, yeah. Yeah, for so. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me. No, I don't want to make light of it. It was amazing to see that. Like, my wife is a champion. Like, that was the most incredible yeah. physical feat I've ever seen in my life. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it makes you really realize that women are superior yeah. to men. Yeah, 20 minutes, 20 minutes after she pushed the baby out, she was like, I could do that again. Yeah. Like, it's... I could see myself doing that again. Hmm. I'm like... Wow. And you're like, honey, I could, don't even know if yeah. I can see myself doing this again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This was hard so, on me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's a champion. I love it. It was yeah. it was awesome. It was an amazing experience. But I'm a dad now. Yeah. How's that going? Good. Really good. <laughs> what? Awesome. All right. Let's move on. Yeah, uh, awesome. I don't want to talk about it. But, uh, yeah. No, super good. Yeah. I, I slept through the night yesterday. No way. Yeah, I did. That's, uh, the whole night. Yeah. Selfish. I felt it, but Eddie didn't wake me up. She actually let me. Really? I told her, I said, I want you to wake me up. You yeah. know? Well, I mean, I woke up when he kind of fussed, but mm. other than that, she didn't, like, Eddie actually got eight hours of sleep last night, too. Wow. Eight hours. Was your did your did Was your baby still there? Yes. <laughs> okay. She got eight hours, like, not in, not consecutive uh, eight hours, but, like, eight hours in total. That's good. You guys should be doing a lot of sleeping. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah. Are you, uh, you know, helping around the house? You know, oh, yeah. Dishes. Trying my best. <laughs> dishes. I'm doing dishes, cleaning up, laundry. Very good. Probably should be doing a little more of all of that. No. But uh, there's not a whole lot to do. Yeah. But I'm helping wherever I can, you know? How would you say you are as a dad so far on a scale from one to 10? One to 10? Mm hmm. Like, you want to leave Considering, your, like. You want to leave yourself a little wiggle room. You want to maybe improve, yeah. but. Well, like. I'd put you at a six. I'd put myself at a seven or eight. Okay. Were you thinking? I kind of you talked s- about that before. I thought yeah. now <laughs> I've seen your faults and I think I'm kind of learning. <laughs> I think I'm learning from them. And that's good. You yeah. Should. Do you think so, like, did I, was I always at a six or did, have I improved? Have mm, I gotten worse? Like you may have. Well, yeah, you, I think you started five and then okay. worked so away up to a six. You got a point up. You get a point up. What do you think that I could do to improve? Now um, that you're a father, you've kind of Oh, things. since, you know, well, no, like from the experience I've had, it, mm-hmm. there's, I don't know where to start, but you yeah. know, it's, there's a lot of things. That it's just can, a little things, really. It's a little, it is the little things. It's not <laughs> like you could, there's not like one big thing you can do. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. 
but like yeah. you could show up more. Yeah, no. That like ninety percent of it, I think, is showing up. Is it because you're home now? What and they I'm said. Not... Sorry. Yeah, like. Uh, I'm home twenty four seven. Yeah. And you're at work ten hours a day. So. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Who's, who's good dad now? Well, yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. But. Uh yeah so. <laughs> Super wicked time. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm so glad that you're such a good dad. And now you want me here a week after my my the birth of my child. How much time do you need, dude? Well, I mean, I don't understand. No, don't be. I, I don't want to fight. Don't be selfish. No, I'm gonna say I don't want to fight. Don't be selfish. I don't want to fight with you. I feel like we haven't. I feel like when you agreed to do this podcast, you you agreed to make some sacrifices. Well, yeah, and potentially missing the birth or your child growing up. That's just part of those sacrifices yeah no you're right you know you don't think i'm missing out on my child growing up right now upstairs yeah yeah you're right how does that make you feel not good yeah exactly and that's how i want us to both feel on this <laughs> yeah. podcast i want us to both dirty feel not just good. bad yucky you yeah. know like i don't like it you you know after but, afterwards you want to feel like ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. glad i got it out of the way but i don't feel good about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i don't feel good or great <laughs> yeah ugh. That's really the point of this. And I hope mm-hmm. that you guys listening, you can take away the same thing. Yeah. Just listen to it. You don't have to feel good. You don't even really need to enjoy it. Just just get it through. Get it over with. Press the download button. Subscribe. That's all we're really looking for. If you want to bring me a meal, you can sign up for our meal train. <laughs> yeah. um, um, what's the link on that? What's uh, your address, actually? Oh, shoot. It's, uh, no, I can't. <laughs> Again, trying yeah. to catch me in that. Joe's way. address is... Nope. No, it's not... So okay, yeah, jerk. <laughs> now bleep that out. Yeah, I will. I'll okay. have to just all my information. Just give him some brownies. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Actually, no desserts, please. Get a pizza delivered, but like at a really inconvenient time. Not even like late at night, because that's too obvious. Do it at like, like let's do nine a.m. Pizza stores don't open till 11 a.m. Yeah, but this one, the, <laughs> that, that's how it no, makes it even no, more in, inconvenient. No, it can't. Yeah. Pizza stores do not open before 11 a.m. You buy the pizza the night before and you deliver it None cold at 9. do. Did you hear what I just said? I you did. You buy the pizza the night before and you leave it on your doorstep 9 in the morning. Fine. Okay, here's a more inconvenient time. Okay. 2 o'clock, 2.30. Inconvenient. It's in like because you probably thing? yeah because okay. you probably already had lunch. You probably just had lunch yeah. and you're not ready for a pizza yet. Yeah, it's like pizza's. It's it's like ah, I I like pizza, but it's ah, just not now right though. Now. Yeah, right now, just a lot <laughs> right now. Yeah, it's a lot for right now. <laughs> I don't want to do that now. <laughs> Thanks, but right now is not a good time. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's almost like a backhanded compliment. It's like I'm gonna give you this pizza, but I'm gonna give it to you after you've eaten a full meal. Yeah. That so that's Joe. Just deliver that at Joe's address at. No. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Just deliver it there. All right. Yeah. Make sure you put his son's full name on there on no, the pizza too. No, you can't. I. Yeah. No. Nope. You should. No. Yeah. It'll just be like a sort of a nice gift for you. Yeah. <laughs> nice gift. If you want to put something like, "Hey, don't miss any more of the podcast" on mm. there or something like that. Yeah. Feel free. Oh, dude! Isn't the Super Bowl coming up soon? Not that close, no. What, like November. <laughs> this is week seven of the NFL season. It's fourteen weeks. <laughs> Eighteen weeks. Oh wow, it's pretty close. <laughs> Dude, 
I guess, yeah. <laughs> this is the first. Okay, if you think about it, I was not that far off. Yeah. No, you weren't. No, but four, you a, asked four. also if the Super Bowl was close. Well, the Super Bowl was in February. It was not that far off. Yeah, I guess technically it's close compared to, I don't know, the start of next season. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the Raps are playing tonight. How do you feel about that? Yeah, good. They're playing with my boy DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, they're playing against him. Yeah, yeah, with him on the on the team there. Yeah, what's the team again? Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Chicago Bulls, actually. Yeah, Chicago Bulls. How could I? The Bulls versus the Raps. Yeah. My Raps. So what's excited the, to have Raptors battle. It's Buffalo back. Bills? What's that? It's a football team. Oh, okay. Joe, you're insane. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought <laughs> Buffalo Bills was a city. <laughs> We're 74 episodes <laughs> okay, in. Okay, yeah. And you just asked what the Buffalo Bills no, are. I saw for some reason I was thinking Buffalo Bills was like a city <laughs> in, in Buffalo or something. Bills? What? I don't know. And the thing is, you have to listen to each episode twice. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And you still didn't know what the Buffalo Bills oh, were. Oh, man. And if that doesn't, if that's not a perfect way to end this intro, I don't know what is. So, yeah. Joe. You're a new. And that's dad. why we got our our buddy Mike on. So. Yeah, we got our we got Mike on. He's I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows who the Buffalo Bills I, are. I really hope he knows who yeah. the Buffalo Bills are, uh, and hopefully a lot more than just that. Uh, Joe, it's been so nice having you back. Thanks. It's nice to be back. Yeah. Make sure you get this thing edited and uploaded this week. We'll see what I can do. <laughs> Enough. Uh, why don't we just jump right into a little bit of football? All right, through seven weeks of the NFL season, uh, we've had a lot of, I feel like a lot of different themes for each week. We've had like the the week that was uh, the injury week where there seemed to be a lot of key injuries. And we, we had the week where, you know, maybe there was a lot, a lot of competitive games. And this week, Mike, I really felt like the theme of this week was blowouts. There seemed to be a ton of games that ended uh, and not very close scores. Uh, what were your thoughts on week seven of the NFL season, Mike? Oh, Joe, you, yeah, that was uh, well said. It was, uh, not even close in almost any game. <laughs> almost every other game was a blowout. And, uh, one game I enjoy being a blowout. That was Patriots, uh, to yeah. all you, you, uh, blind, not legally blind, but actually you can't see what's going on over here. Uh, listeners <laughs> out there, I'll, uh, kind of show you through the mic. <laughs> that's uh my patriots hoodie uh rubbing on the microphone as we dominated the jets but as joe alluded a lot of blowout victories and uh yeah kind of an interesting week in the nfl the past few weeks have been a lot of um close games and a lot of um upsets nail biters and this week there was like almost none of that yeah there was uh there was a couple of good games thrown in but like for example like these are some of the scores from this week we had 25 to 3 41 to 17, 54 to 13, 27 to 3, uh, 31 to 5, 38 to 3, and then 30 to 18. Just a whole mess of blowouts of games that just were not close. Uh, very few upsets, um, but there were some good good games, and, and I think some good takeaways uh, to take away from. Uh, a, a you know overall fun weekend of football and it's been a a weird NFL season. I know I was messaging you uh, before this recording saying I honestly don't know what to make of this NFL season at all because every week feels like pure chaos. One week a team looks like the best team in the NFL, uh, 
cough cough Ravens. The next week they get blown out, uh, and it's just it's it's tough to get a read really on anybody this NFL season. No, no, that's uh, you. That's well said. I actually have kind of an interesting uh, stat here if you're ready for it, Joe. Absolutely. Um, speaking about the you know the blowouts and the scores. So from the winning teams, the uh, the winning teams combined for a score of 366 points this week. The losing teams didn't even break 175. Wow! Oh my yeah. goodness gracious! So if that, that doesn't show you, real. no, I I just did the math. Um, I might have mistyped a few numbers uh, <laughs> for the losing teams, but I know it's under 175 because I typed it twice, and both of them wow. were under that number. So I don't think I'm that bad at math That's or incredible. my calculator on my phone. But yeah, it's kind of a kind of nuts. Wow! I uh, that that kind of shows what kind of week it was. Um, again, this is our first week back. Last week, me and you recorded what I thought was a fire episode, maybe the greatest episode ever recorded, but it'll be lost in the ether forever. We'll never be able to find it. There may or may not have been a moment where I may or may not have maybe taken a break from the Dolphins. Uh, the, <laughs> we listened to uh, Heart G- Will Go On by uh, yep. Whitney Houston. Yeah, well, yeah. And then, um, you know, we got into a lot of uh, interesting things that you'll never hear. So you just have to yeah. take our word for it. It was a good episode, yeah. I promise. But we're hoping this week will be another good episode. Why don't we just start things off by jumping straight into some of the games from Hashtag week seven. release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yes. This is, uh, if you guys ever want, you guys have to uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you guys want to see that <laughs> content. We're not yeah. giving you that for free. No, nope. uh, it was uh, yeah, it was quite the episode. Yes. All right. Why but don't we move? Why don't we? Why don't we start with with uh, one of the blowouts that happened this week? The Baltimore Ravens getting shellacked by it. the Cincinnati Bengals, forty-one to seventeen. Mike, what the heck happened to the Ravens this week? Joe, it's actually kind of funny. Um, the Ravens put up a good. I I say they played about two and a two and a quarter quarters of football if that makes sense um i think it was like 10 minutes left 12 11 minutes left in the third quarter when they just said oh we're done um they battled um joe burrow and the the Bengals played a played a good game um burrow you know putting up 416 yards 28 for 38 three touchdowns and a pick had a great game jamar chase had 201 yards receiving absolutely monstrous game had a beautiful catch where he spun around and missed like four defenders and bolted for the end zone but yeah, the, the Ravens had an answer um, up until the second half, and they just fell apart. Their defense kind of let um, the run game get going a bit there near the end. Joe Mixon got a touchdown on 59 yards in 12 attempts, and uh, Lamar Jackson and the offense couldn't get nothing going in that second half. I don't know what happened. I don't know why it, it flipped, but whatever the Bengals are doing right now, it's working, and they're currently leading the division. Yeah, I... Um I was it's the funny thing is going into this week I would have I would have felt very comfortable. I was ready to go on this podcast and just talk more about the Ravens and just be so excited about them. I thought they're the best team in the NFL, honestly. Going into this week I the Ravens were to me the number 1 team in the NFL based on what they had done the last few weeks and with all the injuries they had. I don't know, beating Kansas City early on in the season. Uh, well, now maybe that doesn't look like such an impressive victory, but you know, beating beating these teams, having that incredible comeback against the Colts, um, and, and just stuff like that. But to see them get completely manhandled, and, and you're right, this game was close for a, for a while. It looked like it was going to be a really close, fun game. Uh, but the Bengals kind of ran away with things, and I think it 
The big reason for that is Joe Burrow and and Jamar Chase. They are unstoppable as a duo. I mean, we say this every week, but how silly we were to overreact to the preseason with Jamar Chase with his drops and 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 all the bad vibes that were coming from Cincinnati. All that seems like a distant memory because um, through seven weeks. Uh, Jamar Chase has 754 receiving yards. That's the most by any receiver in their first seven games. He is a big play machine. He had another 82-yard touchdown, like you were talking about, that that play where he, he grabs the ball and spins off a couple defenders and just takes it to the house. I mean, he is a big play waiting to happen literally in every single game this season. He took Marlon Humphrey, one of the best corners in the NFL, and exposed him on national television. And this was a statement win to me by the Bengals. Uh, to, to, to be sitting at 5-2 and two now, to beat who I thought was the best team in the NFL, uh, just an absolute statement for the Bengals. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I got a quick question for you. And, you know, this is kind of what we thought the Ravens, I guess, would be um, going into uh, the season with all the injuries. They had, I believe, 15 players on IR going into this game. Um, they do have the bye week coming up. But do you think that the Ravens have kind of not lost their touch, but, you know, we saw it in the Colts game where they struggled and they struggled almost throughout the entire game until the, I would say the later, the tail end of the third quarter. So do you think the Ravens have kind of just uh, lost their touch a little bit these these last couple of games? Well, the thing is, it, it, between those game, between these last, you know, those two games you mentioned, there's also a complete destruction of the Chargers that, that, uh, that we we almost forget about. And to me, it's just uh, a lot of teams in the NFL from week to week, like I talked about, they just look like different teams. And I'm not I'm not going to say that the Ravens have lost their touch. I think, I don't know, maybe I, I overrated them. I think that the injuries will play a factor at points this season. And there's going to be weeks where they struggle, and it's because they don't have the bodies. Uh, to me, the biggest thing in this game was... This game was just put on the back of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson finished 15 for 31, 257 yards, a touchdown, no picks. uh, And then he had 88 yards on the ground. And I think the biggest key stat in this game was all the other rushers in this game combined for 27 yards. So that was Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, and Tyson Williams. All And I think um, Devin Duvernay also had, uh, the receiver had had a... a rush as well. They combined for 27 yards, where Lamar Jackson had 88 yards on the ground. And to me, the when the Ravens have been at their best is when they've been a balanced attack. When Lamar Jackson doesn't have to carry the offense. When they have, you know, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, Latavius Murray, those guys pitching in. I think that's when they're at their best. So to me, they got to get back to that. Uh, and and this defense, I. I don't even know. I can't even explain to you what happened in this game because to me, this is one of the best defenses in the NFL. One of the most, uh, one of the best coach teams in the NFL. Uh, I, this Bengals team, they just might be legit. And I, and I, and I, I almost want to chalk this game up to maybe that more so than than knocking the uh, the Ravens. Maybe the Bengals, maybe they're just here to stay. You know, Joe, I've been high on the Bengals all season. Um, I'll and you picked it, them to I've win said- this game. I did, I did, and I uh, I've said it all year. Protect Joe Burrow, which the Bengals did. I believe he only had been was sacked once, um, and you know protect Joe Burrow. And as much as I doubted Jamar Chase, he is looking absolutely amazing. Like you said, um, leading uh, the receivers in receiving yards, and I think they are here to say stay. I don't think the Browns 
are uh, are doing much this year with the injury to Baker Mayfield. They struggled to barely beat the the Broncos, who are also a team that are struggling this year. And uh, the Steelers, they're also hot and cold. You never know what you're going to get with the Steelers. And then you got the Ravens. I think these two teams are going to go at it for the for the title of the division winner. Uh, but I feel like honestly, the Bengals are the team that the, they are the better team in my opinion. So you you're saying the Bengals are the better team over over the Ravens at this point. Just, if the Ravens were 100 percent healthy, and you know up to this point in the season, I am taking the Bengals. And like I said, if the the Ravens were healthy, um, I might be taking the Ravens later on in the year. But with the injuries that have happened up to this point, I feel like it's going to come to into effect later on in the season. Um, they're not going to have as deep of a, a team. And uh, so I, I think that the Bengals, the Bengals will manage to to squeeze out the division unless the Steelers just come out of nowhere. That's so crazy. Who would have guessed that the number one seed in week, uh, the number one, number one seed in the AFC in week seven would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Who would have guessed that uh, at week one of the NFL season? But to me, it was so impressive to put up 520 total yards on, on this defense, the defense that just shut down uh, Justin Herbert uh, just shows Joe Burrow's here. He's ready. He had over 400 yards passing. He's also a badass. I love rooting for Joe Burrow. He's just like a cool guy. Like he is just, I don't know. He's got this swagger about him. He he, he just, and he just, he's got like a Tom Brady gene kind of where he just wins. Like, you know, he just got yeah. this winning mentality about him. He did it at LSU. He's doing it now in Cincinnati. He he very much gives me. I'm, I'm not. And I'm obviously not comparing the player. He gives me very much Tom Brady vibes at times. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, they both had knee injuries, so hey, maybe yeah. you know. But I I think Joe Burrow is going to be very successful in this league if he can manage to stay healthy. Um, but yeah, no, the Bengals are definitely a fun team to watch. I've enjoyed watching them this season. One hundred percent. Why don't we we move on to another AFC blowout? Another surprise that's the Tennessee Titans putting a stomping on the defending AFC champion um, Kansas City Chiefs a 27 to 3 victory and honestly the game probably wasn't even as close as 27 to 3 indicates this was a complete domination by a Tennessee Titans team that uh, a lot of people after week one when they got destroyed by the Cardinals kind of gave up on we said oh Tennessee's magic's kind of over they're not not, not going to be a contender anymore this game proved very much otherwise. Tennessee, uh, I talked about a lot, uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about um, the Cardinals and how they have the most impressive wins. I think the Tennessee Titans are vying for, I mean, just their back-to-back wins against Buffalo and Kansas City. There are very, you know, you're going to be hard-pressed to find two more impressive wins for a team in the NFL, but uh, what a good win for the Tennessee Titans. No, absolutely. And I think we were a little harsh on the Titans at first. I know I was for sure. Um, but the Titans have really come around these past few weeks. Ryan Tannehill starting to look like Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry is absolutely dominating the league. You know, one some people used to, like not that long ago said that they had figured him out. Uh, I don't yeah. think so. Derrick Henry can still run over anybody he wants to. And they got AJ Brown involved in this game a lot, which is which is good. Um, and you know, I think that the Titans are going to be a good team this season. I think that they're potentially playoff bound if they continue doing what they're doing. Because right now, what are they sitting at? Five and two, I believe they're sitting at five and two, if I'm not wrong. And you know, they look their offense, their defense. I mean, they shut out the Chiefs, other than a field goal, a measly yeah. three points. Um, 
And Joe, if you if you'll let me, I, I have quite a bit to say about the Chiefs uh, right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. I do want to say real quick, the the fact that the most impressive uh, part of this game for me with the Titans before I move on to the Chiefs because there's a lot to say with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, the most impo- impressive part was not the offense. You know, Ryan Tannehill looked good, like you talked about. Derrick Henry had a pretty good game. He actually threw a touchdown pass, which oh, yeah. if Derrick Henry's throwing touchdown passes, it's probably going to be a bad day for your team if you're going against him. Um, but uh, the most impressive part for me, you talked about them shutting out the Chiefs, and obviously the Chiefs scored three points, but uh, they shut out that offense. I mean, the a defense like the like the Titans, Titans have been one of the worst defenses in the NFL this season, and to, to, to shut out the Chiefs the way they did was so impressive. And they very much used the exact same blueprint that the Buffalo Bills did. I noticed this. They only blitzed Patrick Mahomes on one play in this game. One of 39 dropbacks, they blitzed him. So they covered. They just brought everybody back to cover. And and they got pressure on Patrick Mahomes with just four rushers. And I think that was so key for the Tennessee Titans. Patrick Mahomes was 2 for 7 for 12 yards when he was pressured. So just... An incredible job by by defense. I was super surprised, but yeah. Why don't we move over to the Kansas City Chiefs side? What do you have to say about the? You are you are a certified Chiefs hater, so why don't you why don't you tell us what you got to say about the Chiefs? I forgot my haterade in the fridge, um, <laughs> but Joe, first off, I'm going to ask you a question: Are the Chiefs dead? Is this it? Is their season done? Uh, I've I've listened to quite a few podcasts today, and and I think that's been a question on a lot of shows. I'm not ready to say I'm not ready yet. I know I I know where you might be going. I'm not ready yet to say that they're dead. No, you're, you're, not, you're, you still think the Chiefs have a chance to make something happen. It's uh, it's a long season, Mike. It's yeah. a long season. We still, you know, th- I will say things look very bad right now. All right. I think the Chiefs are done. I don't think they're even making the playoffs at this point. Okay. And it's overreaction Monday like we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but one Patrick Mahomes just doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes in the first half. I watched him run around, throw up the ball receivers. You know, I hear talk all day about, you know, his receivers can't catch. You can't do it all. No, his receivers were catching. There was, I think one play where the, the receiver kind of tipped up the ball. I think it was Josh Gordon and, uh, it got picked, which happens. You know, I've seen it happen plenty of times, nothing new. Um, but what Patrick Mahomes, I think has been struggling with the most is he doesn't go down like. Um, he was running on one play right before half the halftime and he fumbled, which was a problem in this game. He fumbled, I think twice, maybe three times, but I've noticed when he gets a defender wrapped around his leg instead of like, and he sees another defender coming instead of kind of like getting down because you know, he is worth like what? $500 million. Like get on the ground. Instead, he gets hit by three defenders and just tries to throw the ball up and he just makes stupid decisions like that. And I saw it time and time again yesterday. Like, get down, protect your body. And I think it was like one of the last play, one of his last plays of the game. He got absolutely railed. Hardly could get up off the field. I mean, if the Chiefs want a chance, one, Patrick Mahomes needs protection. Two, mm-hmm. he needs to make better decisions. Because right now, he doesn't look like he's playing Patrick Mahomes football. Mm-hmm. And the defense, I don't know what happened. Last year, I think midway through the season, near, even near the end of the season, the defense looked good. Yep. And now all of a sudden we're in a new season, which, you know, it happens, but the defense looks like a burnt piece of toast. <laughs> like they can't cover anybody. Yep. Their linebackers are really bad. And, and you talked about, we, it's something that I, we've been banging the drum for weeks now 
and I, I didn't really hear it on, on other platforms as much, but we've been saying Patrick Mahomes is trying to do too much. We've said it week in and week out, and I think you really started it. You I, you brought it to the forefront, and I and I, I know I, I felt the same way. Patrick Mahomes is pushing too too hard. I think Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is, and to me he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. Listen, he's struggling right now. He's not playing right now like the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm not, you know, I don't think that's crazy to say. He's leading the league in interceptions with nine interceptions through seven weeks. Not great, but uh, to me, He's trying to do too much. I think he trusts himself too much. He's gotten to the point, and he talked about it himself after this game. He said, I'm trying to score 14 points at a time. You know, I'm trying to get 14 points. And you can't do that in the in the NFL. The Chiefs are so used to, hey, we get down by 20, 20 points. You know, we spot our opponent 20 points. We'll just come back because we're the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, listen, the NFL is really good. And there's really good teams in the NFL. You can't do that week in and week out, no matter how much talent you have. And to me... And I and I I don't want to give up on the Chiefs yet. I wasn't ready to say that they're dead yet, but but I was. If this yeah you were. If this offense, I will say, if this offense is not one of the best in the NFL, this is a bad team, a really really bad team because their defense is garbage. Their defense is really bad. And if you can't have an offense that's like one of the best in the NFL, you don't have a good team. Because that's the only thing that you were hanging on by. And that's the only thing I think that could save their season is Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. But I agree with you in the sense that if Patrick Mahomes does not figure it out, if Andy Reid cannot you know, help him figure it out, this team is not a good team. Uh, and, I, and I think in that aspect, I do agree. But I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not ready to bury them quite yet. I got you. No, it's fair. 100% fair. Um, but like you said, um, if your offense is struggling... You're putting the defense on the field a lot, which I talked about last week with the Pats. And when the defense is on the field a lot, they get tired, they get worn out, and eventually they're just going to give up points. And if your offense isn't scoring, it's just it's a recipe for disaster. And right now the Chiefs, like you said, they're so used to putting up 20 or giving up 20 points to start a game and then just saying, you know, look, Tyree Kill's out there somewhere. Travis Kelsey's out there somewhere. We're going to get 14 points in the next three minutes. Like, we can do it. It's fine. The NFL, I wouldn't say has figured them out, but the NFL has, has proved week in and week out now these past few weeks that, hey, look, if you're going to give us 14, 17, 20 points, yeah. you're not coming back. We, yeah. we kind of know how to stop you now with coverage instead of blitz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not going to allow you to win this game. And the, the Chiefs just look lost at the moment. I, from a football standpoint, I, I hope they figure it out because they are a good football team. They're fun to watch in the playoffs because they're very competitive. But I, at the same time, I am like this is kind of like a joy for me because I am a big <laughs> hater of the Chiefs. But we'll just have to see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, yeah. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes, one needs protection, and two needs to needs to stop trying so hard. Yep. Um, I, going into these games, I will say they got the Giants uh, this upcoming week. Maybe a turnaround game, maybe help them, you know, boost their confidence. But if yep. they lose this game, they have to win that game. Yeah. If they lose, it's sad to say, but. We're in week going into week eight. If they lose to the Giants, the the New York Giants, I think their season's like basically yep. done at that point. To, like, to me, you don't. It's insane to say a must-win game in week eight, but that is a must-win game. If they don't win, it, I believe that's a Monday night game. If I'm not mistaken, is it Monday night? Yes, Sunday night? yes, it's Monday, Monday night. night. Okay, that is an on primetime football. If you go out and you lose to the New York Giants. Then I'll be listen. Mike, I'll be right here sipping the haterade with you on the podcast. That is I a must-win game. Listen, I have one more thing I want to say. 
We talked about you can't spot teams 20 points anymore at Kansas City because you Kansas City, you know, the, the Chiefs are not sneaking up on anybody anymore. You know, there was maybe that aspect a couple years ago where teams didn't quite know just how good the Chiefs were. Teams know, and Ryan Tannehill, I think, talked about after this game, um, we're we're still you know we're ready for the Chiefs potentially coming back. Their teams are ready. They're they're you're not sneaking up on them anymore. When they're up 21, when they're up 14, they're not gonna lay down because they know exactly what you're capable of. And you know you you just can't do it. The NFL is too good. Yep. You cannot spot teams points. And if your offense is not good, Kansas City, this team is not good. Uh, and yep. so I I, I they got to turn it around. Yeah, and this is a must win game for them up against the Giants on Monday night. Yeah, Joe, you know, you can't you you just can't uh afford to give up points when you're playing uh Alabama's week in and week out if uh exactly. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, ask Urban Meyer. Every team's yeah. every week's Alabama. You can't got, do it. Uh, Bama every week. Every single week. Uh speaking of Bama, I nope, sorry. I can't even transition. I I don't I can't even think of any you had a, you had a good idea, yeah. but with the amount of games that were blowouts, there was only like one place we could go next. Like yeah. every other game was just up, yep. up. Mm. And this one was actually a blowout too, so there was a load of blowouts. But why what? don't we move on to the? Okay, well, sort of uh, the Green Bay Packers versus the Washington Football Team. Mike, why don't you? I'll, I'll just throw it to you, you. To, to in this game. Tell tell me what you took you. away from this game. So this game was actually a lot closer um, than the score says. And, you know, going into halftime, I know I'm going to jump really far into the game because, you know, it was a 7-7 game for the most part of the first half. And that's why I said it was a closer game. You know, the the Packers ended up putting up a touchdown right before half. So it was 14-7, still a close game. And we are now, I think, in the third quarter. Packers score another touchdown. Now we're at 21-7. You know, now it's starting to look like a blowout. Now I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this game's not going to be much. And then here come the football team, which I think the football team is a good football team. Ha-ha. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> they were marching down the field. I believe they got into the around the five yard line, maybe even the ten. Taylor Heineke runs the ball into well into the end zone, kind of dives early. Oh, that was an insane yeah, play. <laughs> yeah, dives early, and it does not get called a touchdown because not one nobody touched him. But I believe the ref said he was giving himself up. Therefore, he was down at like the the two or the three. Yeah, no, the two or the one, and uh. And then, so now that was third down. Now it's fourth down. He tries a quarterback sneak, doesn't get in on the first try, but jumps and leaps. Like the ball goes over on the second try, and it was quick. I've seen plays last 40 seconds where the running back has stopped dead and they do not blow the whistle. <laughs> but yet, they're going to blow the whistle after he gets shoved back, but then instantly jumps back with the ball over. I think the refs honestly completely took all the gas out of the football team right there. Because at that point, we're looking at a, I don't know, what would it have been a 14 21 game? which the, the Washington football team eventually went down. I scored another touchdown, I believe, or a field goal. So the game would have been a lot closer, would have changed a lot of calling, could have been a better game. But, yeah, the refs absolutely blew it for Washington. <laughs> that is such a weird call because technically by the letter of the law, you know, he did, I guess, give himself up. But to me, first of all, Tyler Heineke, just run the ball in the end zone. Why did he do yeah. that? What was what was he doing? Like, he wasn't, he wasn't about to get hit on that play. He would... Joe, Get in the end zone. There's there's Patrick Mahomes, which we just talked about, getting f- tackled by four guys and still trying to throw a football up. 
Yeah. And then we have Taylor Heineke, who no one's around him, but dives early and doesn't yes. get in the end zone. What They're safe doing? and there's risky. I don't know <laughs> where the fine, the middle is, yeah. but we need to figure it out. I think the middle is just walking into the end zone. He had a wide open lane to the end zone. I, Ask Jamar Chase. He knows how to get in the end zone. Exactly. And he, he, he does it without getting hit. And Taylor Heineke could have very easily done that. That was a ridiculous play. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do agree that that was kind of silly. I don't know if I was... I would like would like to see the refs kind of give them a little leeway, be like, okay, he was maybe diving for the end zone. We'll give him the touchdown. And I know, I guess, technically by the letter of the law, you know, that's not the right way to do it. But I don't know. That was kind of ridiculous. Uh, but what about the Packers in this game, uh, Mike? What did you take away from Green Bay in, I believe, what is their sixth straight victory? Uh, Six this straight season? wins. Six straight wins. I take away that Aaron Rodgers is back to being Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 27 for 35, 274, three TDs, no picks. Aaron Rodgers was playing more like Aaron Rodgers. Um, Devonta Adams had a good game, six catches, 76 yards and a touchdown. I will say I own him in fantasy. Love it. But I believe there's a good chance he will not play Thursday because yes. he tested positive for COVID. And luckily for me, CD lamb's coming back from by so I can replace him <laughs> on my bench. But for the Packers, they do not have CD lamb. So I don't know what, uh, route they're gonna go. Randall yeah. Cobb might get a lot more targets. Um, but you know the Packers look good in this game. Six straight wins, like you said. They got the Cardinals coming up, so that's a tough test. Um, I think it's gonna be a really good game, really fun game to watch, honestly. But I think the Packers are back. I mean, winning six straight. Um, I know they haven't played the best lineups of teams. Where I think the Bengals is really the only team that's like, whoa, you know, that's a, that's a good win. Um, but they got Arizona, Kansas City, Seattle. Um, Minnesota and Los Angeles as in the Rams coming up. So that's a tough stretch. We'll have to see how the Packers play through that stretch. Absolutely. Uh, it, you know, the Packers look to be back. They look to be dominating, but they have some some challenging games. ahead. I just want to say I needed nine points for DK Met from DK Metcalf to win. He just scored an 84-yard touchdown on the Monday night game. So that's 15.4 points, baby. I win in fantasy this week. Thank you so much, DK Metcalf. What if he fumbles um, like five times? Listen, man, I don't want those negative vibes on the podcast. Leave that alone. I'm trying I to did pick the Seahawks, though, so just so you know. I think you did pick the Seahawks. I picked the Saints. So, I mean, we'll get into picks later on. We actually have special picks. I, I was uh, I was going to try to hype that up at the beginning of the pod. We have a special edition of the picks today. We're not going to say what it is, but make sure you guys stick around to the end of the show. A special it's be fun. edition. A special pick'ems. Uh, yeah. on on this episode, but that kind of uh, you know go, goes through the the three big games that we really want yeah. to talk about. So why don't we get into all of the rest of the game? And why don't we start uh, on Thursday, uh, the oh. the game that happened on Thursday? Oh, sorry, I saw you pointing at your Patriots. You wanted to start oh, with yeah. the Patriots. Sorry, Mike, uh, this is my show. I'll I'll, I'll oh, tell okay. us where to go. I'm all just, right, let me let me hear it. I'm just kidding. Um, Denver versus Cleveland, uh, not the most entertaining of games. However, I do want to say. Uh, in a 17 to 14 victory, Dearness Johnson, the third string running back for the Cleveland Browns, 22 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. What a cool story! This is a guy that I don't know if you saw this, Mike. He messaged every uh, AAF team. I don't know if you remember the AAF from a few years back, the I American Al Alliance of Football or something. Yes, he, he had to personally message each team to to get on a team. And now he's in the NFL, and he had an unbelievable game on Thursday night. So just a cool, inspiring story from that game. Joe, what do the Browns do going forward? We got Nick Chubb, Kareem yeah. Hunt, and um, we got, oh, my gosh, my, my iPad froze now. 
Baker Mayfield? Dearness John. No, Dearness Johnson. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, my I was like mid picking on his uh, picture. <laughs> I didn't want to butcher his name after yeah. you just said it perfectly. No, um, but yeah, they have a three-headed backfield. That's something yeah. you don't see very often. So I don't know. It's gonna be fun to watch what the the Browns do going forward with that. Um, Baker Mayfield. I don't know how much longer he's gonna be out. Um, yeah. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But Case Keenum, uh, you know, he found a way to win. I know, Play like I said, right. Broncos are struggling, but yeah, no, what a cool story. I love stories like this. Um, fun, uh, fun. It's just fun football, like the yeah. no fun league, seeing stuff like this. It makes it fun. Absolutely. And uh, a couple weeks ago, you made an interesting point about make Baker Mayfield. You said something that I had not really even thought about, and that was that the Browns should maybe shut him down. And that injury looks to be a lot worse for Baker Mayfield than maybe we thought it was, thought it was early. Uh, and I'm, I'm wondering... If, you know, there's a point where the Browns do shut them down and what that does to their season. I, I'm very curious to see where that where that leads uh, for the Browns in the future. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I Like I said, I think they shut them down, give them the surgery, give them plenty of time to rest and heal. That way it's not a rush-rush thing in the offseason. Coming back, going into week one without, you know, any, you know, preseason games on a, on a repaired shoulder uh, ligaments. I think they, they, they rest them, get the surgery now, plenty of time to heal, plenty of time for practice. I think that would be the smart decision. I know they're still in contention. They're four and three. I just, I mean, if he's your future quarterback, I know he's on a contract year, I believe. I just, I do not risk my future quarterback in on my team just getting absolutely tore up. Because now imagine he goes out there and all of a sudden hurts something else. And it's just, it's just too much to come back from. Like I said, RG3, a similar situation, like, I yeah. would hate to see that happen to Baker because all the people already hating and, you know, bashing Baker for I don't know what reason, like it would just, it would be the worst thing. You got to think though, Baker Mayfield is on a contract year, so he's going to want to get out there, prove himself, get that big contract. Um, so I, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see himself push his way back. Uh, one more point in this game, Browns, please trade Odell Beckham Jr. What is he doing on this team? <laughs> What is going on? They don't they don't even throw him the ball. He's not part of the offense. What is the point of him even being there? I, I don't understand. The Browns need to trade that guy. Yeah, no, I think the only reason he's there is because him and Jarvis Landry played LSU together and they're friends. Other yep. than that, he's done really nothing because I think both seasons he's been there, he's been hurt a lot or yep. he hasn't played well. And Jarvis Landry's played great. So I don't yep. I honestly think they should trade him away, get some um some uh like maybe i don't know a pick and a player or i don't know what they really need at this point uh, a running back and a quarterback i guess because they're both this bad trade him in the to backfield green bay I, we, this is maybe Ooh. something we should have talked about a little bit more because the trade deadline is coming up uh oh, you know that's true by next episode the trade deadline will have passed but i just want to say how good would that the packers need another receiver Devontae adams insane. is basically the only guy there they randall cobb does something every once in a while but uh, trade him to a team like Green Bay that that could use another receiver. Um, he's just wasting away on the Browns, and you know yeah. you hate you hate to see it. But uh, why don't we move on to the game that you wanted to talk about so much? The Jets and the Patriots, a fifty-four to thirteen. You you heard it here first. Shellacking, uh, absolutely. There in Fox. This game was in Foxborough. Uh, yep. Mike, why don't I'm just gonna I'll let you take this one away. Joe, I'll make it quick because it really wasn't a football game. Um, the Pats are going to the Super Bowl. I told you at the beginning of the season, we're back all the way, 100%. We're Super Bowl bound. We're a game and a half behind the Bills. It's going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, people doubt us all the time. We love adversity. We've been <laughs> no. there. You know, 
we've never had anything easy as as a Patriots as a franchise, yeah. you know. So no, we're back. We're coming for the playoffs. Mac Jones looked great once again. I think by far the best rookie in this year's draft. By far, not even quarterback, just best rookie. I know Jamar Chase is right there yeah, with I'd have him. To disagree but there. Mac Jones looks absolutely amazing this season. Okay. And uh, no, the defense stepped up. They played great. Um, Zach Wilson got hurt. I uh, heard it's a sprained PCL. He's going to be out at least two to four weeks. Um, so the Jets are really, ooh, they're they're in a rough situation. But no, the Pats look good. Uh, I, I've said it before. They're the best now three and four football team out there. And they got some tough games ahead. They got the Chargers next week. But I really think the Patriots could, if they can get some wins under their belt, they are a team that's going to be one of those annoying teams that get later in the season and maybe in the playoffs like you don't want to face this team even though their record isn't the best yeah i i agree with that i i don't think the pa- patriots are, are winning the super bowl per se or I, I i don't even honestly i wouldn't even pick them to make the playoffs at this point but i do think they will be an annoying team kind of like you know a a eight and nine team or or nine yeah. and eight whatever i think they'll be there to annoy some teams down the stretch and uh, mac jones has looked good i'm not gonna lie he's he's has looked he's i think he's definitely been the best rookie quarterback so far this season although trevor lawrence he, he's i think he's really played well the last few weeks he might challenge him for that title but to me jamar chase still the best um still, still the best rookie in the nfl but uh, i was gonna i was gonna rant about how the new york jets refuse to bring in a veteran quarterback for I still think this is stupid that Mike White who had to play in this game because of Zach Wilson um had never played an NFL snap before why did the Jets not bring in a rookie quarterback for to to mentor Zach Wilson why did they not bring in a a a, a veteran quarterback to to you know to to be there and you know mentor him and if he went down which you know rookies tend to do. Uh, you could step in. However, the Jets did just trade for Joe Flacco, so I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> so Joe Flacco, did, he, he ain't no Fluco. He's back. Yeah, in New York. Was, he was already. Yeah, I was gonna say he was already part of the Jets. Yeah, um, he, he that's was right. Yeah, he was in New York. I think last year. Uh, yep. And then he was. They. He, can you guess what team he was on right now before they? Before they was traded? It, it was the Ravens, no? Not no, no, the, he started with the Ravens. He went to, oh, where'd he go? Was <laughs> it, He didn't go to New York after Baltimore, right? No, no. he went to Denver and then... Denver, yeah. Then the New York then, Jets. The New York. I can't remember where he was then. Uh, it's the same team that Gardner Minshew is on. Do you know what team Gardner Minshew is oh, on right now? Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> I remember this trade. I can't even think of Gardner Minshew's playing for right now. Dude, it's I, I, I don't think you would be the only one. I, th- I think there's no. a lot of people that wouldn't be able to get it. It makes me mad because I know. like I remember seeing this trade happen. I just can't think of the team right now. It's not the Panthers, is it? Not the Panthers. Okay, no. It's the uh, Phil- Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, yep. yep. I knew it was a team with green. Yeah, I, I said you- Panthers, but I knew it was a team with green. <laughs> green, blue, it's all the same. Uh, yeah. Joe Flacco, back to the Jets. So watch out, everybody else. Uh, you know what makes me mad, that. though? Speaking of bringing in a veteran quarterback, Cam Newton's still unsigned. Yeah. I think Cam Newton is still better than ha- like at least a quarter of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. Um, I think he would have fit perfectly with Zach Wilson. They have a very similar play style. They like to get out of the pocket, run the ball, move around a lot. I think it would have worked great. I mean, Matt, he did good with Mac Jones. I think Cam Newton would have been a great fit in New York. I would have much rather brought in Cam Newton than, than Joe Flacco, but maybe, maybe no. uh, Cam doesn't want to play for a couple of weeks. Maybe he wants to wait until... Uh, you know, he's more needed than that. Um, but yeah. wh- why don't we move on to Cam Newton's former team getting embarrassed by the New York Giants 25-3, to and Sam Darnold is melting away in front of our eyes. He got benched got in this benched. game. 
He was a disaster. 11 for 25, 111 yards, no touchdowns, an interception. Uh, he's falling apart uh, in this 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 Panthers team. Uh, they started off 3-0, and uh, and they're not looking so hot now. No, no, yeah, that's right. And what's sad is he got benched, and P.J. Walker comes in and goes 3 for 14 for 33 yards. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, uh, the was... Carolina Panthers went from – they're a playoff-bound team. They're a scary-looking team. Yep. To we are now the Jags and we are the Browns from a couple years ago and every other bad team out there. I hate to say the Dolphins, but they've just no, you can I don't gladly know say the what, Dolphins. They have turned into the biggest dumpster fire I have ever seen. Yeah, that, like this is one. You know, it's it's bad. It's, it's bad. It's Joe. bad. And now there there's rumors, and we'll talk a little bit about the Sean Watson news later. Um, there's rumors that the yep. Panthers are back in on the Deshaun Watson um, trade discussion that sh- is really heating up. And who knows? Maybe by the time this episode goes up, maybe Deshaun Watson's already been traded. Um, we might have to do like an emergency podcast or something about it. But um, hopefully he, wait, he, he waits a little bit. But um, the the Giants, uh, sorry, Giants, I don't have a whole lot to say about you. Did you see Daniel Jones' one-handed catch that he had? It was amazing. It, I think it was better than Odell's. <laughs> It's the best one-handed catch ever by a by a Giants receiver. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It was not even close. Incredible. Why don't we move on to the Lions and the Rams? Mike Motor City Dan did everything he could possibly do. <laughs> oh my gosh! This I thought they were gonna win. <laughs> I just you 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 can't help but feel so bad for Dan Campbell. Uh, my, yeah. Mike's wife is che- is checking on him after that scream. Yeah, yeah. My wife is she. She thinks I need to go to a mental institute now because <laughs> I keep picking the lines. I didn't pick them this week, yeah. but imagine if they would have won this week. Like, I think I literally would have had a heart attack because I root for the Lions so hard. I love Dan Campbell, and they had. I mean, they were close there in the final stretch of the game. Could have could have done something, but you know, Rams kicked a field goal to make it a nine point game, and it was basically over from there. Yeah. Um. It was a lot closer of a game than I thought it would be for a team that's 0-7. The Lions pulled out all the stops, man. They had two fake punts in this game, converted on both, had an onside kick after scoring on their first drive. Uh, it, I'm really <laughs> bummed out that they could not pull this game out. Dan Campbell literally put his life on the line in this game and just could not pull it out. I hope, I hope they get a win eventually at some point this season, but it wasn't in the cards for them this week. I feel like they're such a decent team in their 0-7. Like, I feel like they're better than the Dolphins. Yep. I feel like they're better than the Jags. I feel like they're better than the Jets, the Panthers, and yet they have zero wins. Yep. Like, it is, it hurts. They've had so many close games. They've and they been just so competitive finish. every week, and they just yes. cannot catch a break. Uh, but speaking of teams that can't catch a break, let's move on to the Eagles getting beat quite soundly by the Las Vegas Raiders. And Derek Carr, he's putting them on a show this season. He's quietly, you know, in the mix for MVP. I won't say he's a candidate at this point, but if he continues to play at this rate, uh, he could be in, in the mix there at the end, especially if the Raiders keep winning a 33-22 to victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. Derek Carr finished 31 for 34, 323 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick that was not his fault. It was off his receiver's hands uh, and was an interception. But uh, what are your thoughts on either the Eagles or the Raiders or your takeaways from this game as a whole? 
First off, like you just said, Chiefs fans are going to be all over the Raiders receivers saying that they can't catch and that <laughs> Derek Carr needs help. Um, no, the Raiders look good this season. They're five and two, second in the in the oh my gosh, in the playoff race or second seed, I yeah, should second say. Second seed in the AFC. It's nuts to look at the AFC playoff uh, race here and some of the teams. You're like, huh? Yeah. Um, but no, the Raiders are looking good after the um, giant scandal. I guess we could say two two weeks ago. Um, they've, you could tell they're playing. I feel like they're playing a little better. Um, I know they didn't play an, an amazing team or anything, but put up 33 points against the Eagles. Like you said, Derek Carr looked good. Um, Jalen hurts again, waited till garbage time to score, which, Hey, for fantasy, I'm game, but, uh, to win games, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah. You're not the once Kansas city chiefs. Um, so yeah, the Eagles have a lot to, to figure out. They're struggling right now. But yeah, if you're a Raiders fan right now in Las Vegas, you're having fun. You're blowing all your money, uh, putting it <laughs> on the Raiders to win because you know there's a good chance they're gonna win. Yeah, Raiders are playing really well right now, and yeah, I'm tired of Jalen Hurts um, playing like complete garbage for three quarters and then making the game look close at the end. And man, you gotta play good, you know, at the beginning of the game at some point. And I know he's so good yeah. for fantasy football, but I'm out on Jalen Hurts. I just I talked about it two weeks ago. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. I think the Eagles. Well, you know, the Eagles are rumored to be in the Deshaun Watson mix as well, um, oh even though maybe goodness. Deshaun does not want to go there. But uh, we'll get into that uh, in a little bit. Why don't we move on to the Bears versus the Buccaneers game? Uh, yeesh, this was uh, this was another blowout, a 38-3 to shellacking of the Justin Fields-led Bears. And what the Buccaneers did to Justin Fields on that football field was we're gonna cruel. have to slap a censored sticker over the oh screen if you watch that game gracious. it was bad it they was... gave me 18 points in fantasy sorry to refer <laughs> uh, back to fantasy once again <laughs> yeah i was playing against somebody that had the tampa bay buccaneers defense so that did not help also i had justin Fields starting in a two quarterback league he had negative points up until the fourth quarter and finished with positive one point so every time i would i was watching red zone and every time it would cut to the bears game i'd be like all right maybe justin fields did something interception oh, all right maybe he did something fumble i mean he was getting holy smokes it was an embarrassment he was justin fields i as much as i was high on him uh, and you know a lot of excuses are made and i think Mac, matt nagy is a garbage coach and i think he should be fired um, I'm not going to lie there. And he does have COVID this week. So hopefully, listen, hopefully he recovers. But maybe, you know, as long as he's healthy. And I don't want to make jokes about that. But um, maybe they'll be better without him. But um, Justin Fields, he needs to get better at processing. He holds the ball for way too long. Uh, yep. Blitzers come. And he, there was one yep. play, I think Levante David was right in his face. And he just allowed himself to, to get smoked by Levante David. I mean, you got to be... Uh, he he's got a process quicker. He's not he's not where he needs to be right now. And this was a disaster for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, no, that's 100 percent true. And if you're looking at the other side of the ball, the Buccaneers, yeah, it was wow. What? I mean, if you're a Bucks fan, you're having a good time down in Miami. Tom Brady throws a 600th career touchdown pass. Um, doesn't have the best day. 20 for 36, 211, four touchdowns, which is good. You know, the four TDs. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans had three of them, so good day for Mike Evans. Huge day. Um, but I would like to talk about the fan. Oh, getting, yeah, he, we got to talk about the, this. The, the touchdown ball. Yeah. and Tom Brady's uh, 600th like a, touchdown. That's like a $500,000 million game ball right there. Yeah. And he trades it away for just another regular ball and a signed jersey, which, <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong, it's cool. 
but it's not a 600 touchdown pass Tom Brady football. Yeah. I would have said, nope, I don't care. I don't care if they come hunt me down for that football. I'm keeping it. For those of you that don't know, Tom Brady threw his 600th touchdown pass. No other player in NFL history has ever thrown 600 touchdown passes. Nope. Uh, Mike Evans goes and hands the ball off to a fan, unknowing. He did not realize it was Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass. Tom Brady then wants the ball back, and this fan is able to they, – they convince this fan to, to give the ball back. And if I'm that fan and I realize that it's the 600th one, I'm making my way towards the exit at that point right Oh, there. I'm gone. I'm gone, man. I'm it could have been like that. It could have been his 15th, not even an important number. I would have been gone. Nope, nah, you ain't getting that ball back. 600th one, man. You got to get out of there because the, you, you can't. Because listen, he's on the Jumbotron. There's no way. I mean, I listen, if I'm in that scenario, I'm probably giving them the ball back. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but but you got to get out of there because you're going to get booed if you don't give them the ball back. But as soon as you catch that ball, man, you run towards the exit because that's literally half a million dollars right there. Uh, but, you know, you know, at least he gets $1,000 in the gift shop and two signed jerseys and, you know, a kiss from Tom Brady or whatever the reward was. Uh, but he missed out on life-changing money there for that fan. Um but so yeah, not a lot. Of, not just football teams getting getting wrecked. No uh, fans too. Yeah, that guy's life went from uh, amazing to just back. Well, I mean, zero listen, to zero. Yeah, he, he also. I mean, he had front row seats at the NFL games. Oh, so yeah. he's you know he's maybe not doing so bad for himself. But five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I don't know if there's many people in that stadium that wouldn't take that deal right there. But yeah. uh, on to the next game. The Arizona Cardinals took care of business, 31-5 to domination of the mighty Davis Mills and the Houston Texans. Um, Zach Ertz had his first touchdown as an Arizona Cardinal, and honestly, not much to say, but the Cardinals took care of business. Absolutely. Cardinals are now 7-0, like I said, going to play the Green Bay Packers. I'm really excited to watch that football yes. game. And the Houston Texans look like who we th- they were who we thought they were. They were who 100%. We- Davis Mills, I believe, is the first quarterback to fail under Tyrod Taylor. Most <laughs> quarterbacks succeed when he goes out. And Davis Mills said, nope, I'm going to make sure he has a job when he comes back. Very good. He's keeping it warm for Tyrod Taylor. Um, but then on to the Monday night football game. Before we get into my Dolphins game, and the reason I saved it for last is just because <laughs> of the – we want to talk a little bit of Deshaun Watson here on this podcast. But uh, the Monday night football game, Carson Wentz, and Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor have themselves a good game in the pouring rain against the San Francisco 49ers, who lose their fourth straight game to drop to 2-4. and four. Are the 49ers cooked, Mike? Joe, 49ers, I believe, are done. 49ers do not look good. Um, they don't know who's starting week to week, Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, but it doesn't matter because they're both bad. <laughs> um, I feel like they cannot stay healthy. Yep. And on top of that, we had to play in the pouring rain. Um, that doesn't help your case. Yep. Like you said, Carson Wentz, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, great games. You know, I've I've been high on Carson Wentz all game. One thing I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about the Chiefs is uh, can, or Patrick Mahomes is starting to look like Carson Wentz, just giving his body <laughs> up. And Carson Wentz is just, you know, he's, he's looking pretty good these past few weeks. Yeah. But the Niners do got the Bears next week. We'll have to see. That'll be a, kind of like a trash fest. No one's going to really want to watch that game. <laughs> um, but, I mean, yeah, the Niners, they just don't look like the team that was in the Super Bowl two or three years ago. Yep. At what point is Kyle Shanahan held accountable for, you know, he had one Super Bowl season, and he's been utter garbage uh, as a, as record-wise all the rest of his seasons. Joe, did you see that 
the the dumbest I think challenge call or play of my I I think I don't think I've ever seen a worse challenge flag throw in my entire life. I did you see what happened? I, I think it was like midway or third quarter. I don't think I saw it. What 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 happened? So um, Colts are driving. It was third and probably like four. I don't want to. Uh, it was third and third and something. You know they pick up the first down by four or five yards, and I believe Jonathan Taylor fumbled the ball okay. and the ball the, so they cross you know they're past the first down line by four or five yards he fumbles at a yard backwards colts still recover so it's still colts ball they still are four yards ahead of the line he throws a challenge flag nobody knows what's going on at this time <laughs> uh they then say um i believe that he's challenging where the ball got recovered which you can see on the jumbotron clearly three, four yards ahead of the line. He then goes to pick up the challenge flag. So now we're sitting here for like five minutes while the refs <laughs> go back and forth trying to say, nope, now he has to lose a timeout because he did throw it, but he picked it back up. Wow, it's raining and their mics aren't working, so no one knows what's going on. <laughs> and yeah, it was just, it was so bad, but I was just like, that had to be the dumbest challenge flag I've ever seen. Like you knew he had the first down. They yeah. recovered it past the line. Like what even was that? Oh, man. Yeah, Kyle Shannon, I mean, he's going to have to answer some tough questions, and they, their quarterback situation is so messy. The 49ers not looking hot, but the Colts, so listen, bad. the Colts have been, they're a team that's on the rise, and maybe they can, they're, yeah. they're playing the Titans this upcoming week, and that'll be a Ooh. huge matchup for that division. Can Carson Wentz keep it going? Carson Wentz still only one interception this season, I believe. Uh, he's really cut down on his on his mistakes, although he had a really bad fumble in this game. That looked really bad, but other than that, yeah. Wentz, Pittman, Taylor, I mean, this team, they, they, they're looking so much better than they did to start the season. And then, to end things off as far as the games go, why don't we go to the Falcons at the Dolphins, and the Falcons get a last-second field goal to win 30-28 to over the Dolphins. Um, Kyle Pitts has himself a monster game on National Tight End Day. Uh, he has seven catches, 163 yards. Matt Ryan also surpassed 300 yards passing. The Dolphins could not could not accomplish a comeback. Tua looked okay. Uh, he nearly was able to to lead a comeback in this game. Also had two ugly, ugly interceptions on top of the four touchdowns that he threw. Uh, and, and overall with Tua, it seems like a lot of it is one step forward, two steps back with these interceptions. He throws once or twice a game mind-numbing interceptions that are like, what are you doing? But honestly, I thought he, I thought he played okay. I thought he played all right. Um, however... The biggest takeaway from this game, and I think the biggest takeaway this week, is the Deshaun Watson drama surrounding the Dolphins, and now the Carolina Panthers seem to be in it. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have been rumored to be in it. Um, and, and why don't we just do a quick... Chiefs? Chiefs <laughs> might be in it. You never know. I, well, listen, I, I won't go that far. The Chiefs may be in it, but... Um, why don't we do a, I'll, I'll do a quick rundown of kind of where we're at uh, with the Deshaun Watson situation. So basically... Deshaun Watson still has 22 civil complaints against him, uh, sexual assault allegations from 22 different uh, massage therapists. That's still a thing that's happening. Deshaun Watson no longer wants to be in Houston. He's made that very clear. He doesn't want to be there. And now the trade deadline uh, is just uh, uh, just over a week away. It's next week, Tuesday. I guess by the time you hear this, it will be less than a week away. Deshaun Watson, it's very much heating up. Jay Glazer is reporting. Um, John McClain of the of the Houston Chronicles reporting the Dolphins are the favorite. They're going to try to get this deal done. Uh, John McClain seems to be convinced the deal is going to get done this week. Um, 
And uh, PFT, Mike Florio has reported it's going to be Miami. It's going to be it's either going to be Miami or Carolina. Those seem to be the two teams. Carolina said they were out on it this last week, but now Sam Darnold played terrible, and now it's been reported they're in on Deshaun Watson again. And it's just uh, a messy situation here for um, for everybody involved. And Mike, I want to know your thoughts uh, on on this Deshaun Watson situation. Where do you think this is headed? Uh, what's your opinion on on where it's headed uh, and, and all that? Well, since the offseason, we've heard nothing but Sean Watson's going to Miami, only for Brian Flores to say, nope, not happening. But I know in the back of his head, he was like, oh, yeah, we're making this happen. Makes no sense to me because Tua, Tua, I'm not even trying to pronounce his last name. I'm going to fail bad. So we're just going to say Tua. Right. I don't think it's played that bad in his career to already be benched or uh, thrown into um, the second string role. I feel like they handled, the Dolphins handled Tua's starting role last year poorly with mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick going back and forth in key situations. It made no sense to me. And same with this year. Like, there's so much, oh, we're not going to take Deshaun. There's no trade. We want people in this building that we can rely on and trust in. And then next week they lose. And it's like, okay, yeah, Deshaun Watson might be coming in here to throw some practice footballs. We never know. Mm-hmm. And I just do not understand where the Dolphins are trying to go with this. I think their approach to it has been absolutely awful mm-hmm. and yeah for Tua's sake it's it sucks I think Tua is a great quarterback he's young he it, uh, essentially he he's still playing his rookie year he didn't play an entire season last year he was hurt a bit this season just like Jalen Hurts they're both playing still like their rookie seasons give him some time to grow um but yeah this whole Deshaun Watson thing going all over the or kind of circling around the Dolphins all season and even before the season started has to be one of the biggest distractions if you're Tua I mean, think about you're the starter, but really you're not because they have another quarterback they're wanting to bring in, but they won't tell you that, but you know it's true. Like, I just cannot, I can't think of what's going on in his head from, like, just imagine you're playing a game, you throw one interception, and now you're sitting on the bench like, yep, they're they're bringing Deshaun yeah. in after this game, it's coming. Like, that's got to be the hardest thing to to try to live through. Yep, it's been it's been a very frustrating experience as a Dolphins fan because in, uh, I think the the phrase that I, I I like to bring up with this is either take a crap or get off the pot. You 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 can't sit on the toilet and and you know just sit there. You either got to pull the trigger if you're gonna make this trade trade do it just do it. You know everybody already thinks you're an idiot. Everybody already thinks you're stupid for trying to make this trade. Do it. If you're gonna do it, then do it. Don't don't string along Tua. Don't make him start these games if you're gonna trade for Deshaun Watson. What is the point of this? And I do feel bad for Tua because I do think he's he's an all right quarterback. I think through these games I've kind of realized he's not. Listen, and I don't think he's nearly. He, I don't think he's ever gonna be as good a quarterback as Deshaun Watson. To me, Deshaun Watson is a top three, top five type of NFL quarterback. I think if the Dolphins get him and and this legal situation is figured out, the Dolphins have their quarterback for the next you know. 10, 15 years. I, I, I will admit that. I think Deshaun Watson is an incredible quarterback. I think he's oh, yeah, one of the best in the NFL. Um, I think Tua it will be an okay quarterback. And this might be a controversial thing. I think Tua is the same player as Mac Jones. To me, Tua and Mac Jones are the same guy. I think if Tua's in New England right now, he's playing the same, if not better, as Mac Jones is playing right now. And that's my opinion. I think I think Tua and Mac Jones are very much the same player. I think that Tua, Tua will be fine. He'll go somewhere else. He'll probably play well, um, and you might disagree with that. I don't know. I I know you're very high on Mac Jones, but I I honestly think Tua will play fine. He doesn't have the strongest arm. Uh, you know, he's not. He makes some just horrible decisions, but he's he's basically a rookie at this point. He hasn't been given a fair shake. So just move on. At this point, they have to make the trade because what what are you gonna do? 
Or you, you're gonna you're gonna go back to Tua when he knows you don't want him. I just you have to make the trade. No. It doesn't make any sense see, at this point. See, my thing is it all I think comes down to the coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, like you alluded to just barely with the Mac Jones Tua comparison. I think Tua is a very talented quarterback, just like I think Jalen Hurts is a very talented quarterback. And Mac Jones, they all played together in Bama, Alabama. Um, shout out Urban Meyer. <laughs> um, no, and. I think when you have a good coaching staff, like, you know, what they do in Foxborough, you can make any player shine in a certain system. Uh, if Tua's on the Patriots, if he's in that in that system, I think Tua's a great player. Jalen Hurts, same thing. They got a lot of talent, you know, yeah. with the coaching. I think they, they, you know, they'd be, you know, great players. I think the Dolphins coaching staff throughout the past couple of years has been absolutely terrible. I think that they handle situations very poorly. Mm-hmm. I think they don't know how to trade people, sign people draft people i think it, they need to instead of uh constantly rebuilding i think they need to rebuild their, their coaching staff Absolutely. i need they they need to completely tear it down mm-hmm. and uh, as high as i am on brian flores because he was a great coach for the patriots like he is not a head coach he's not cut out to be a head coach and you see it time and time again mm-hmm. a lot of uh coordinators turn into terrible coaches but then they go back to coordinating and they're you know that they, they're they have they're good at coordinating and I think Brian Flores is a good coordinator, but a terrible head coach. Yep. As far as Brian Flores can build a culture, and I'll say that, and, and a lot of players don't like it. A lot of players don't like the Patriot way, and it frustrates me when other coaches try to go to different teams and bring the Patriot way. It just does not work. And I think Brian Flores is a good coach. He might even be a good head coach somewhere else, but he has failed the Dolphins as far as hiring an offensive staff he has failed time and time again. He does not deserve another chance to try to hire an offensive staff. They've failed. They've failed to a... And and it's it's time to move on. And if honestly, if they do not, and this sounds insane because of all the stuff going on with Sean Watson, if they do not trade for Deshaun Watson, it's a bigger disaster than if they do. Because at this point, you've made it known we want Deshaun Watson. If he ends up in Carolina, or if he ends up in Philly, or wherever, when he Deshaun Watson very clearly wants to be in Miami, and now you have to backtrack and say, "Oh no, Tua, we love you, we love you, Tua." That's a disaster. And this team is. It, this team obviously is a disaster. They're one and six now. They're a complete embarrassment. Um, and you just got to hope somehow everything, there's a miracle, everything works out. You get to Sean Watson. He's amazing. And, and But I don't know. The, the, the future of this team looks very bleak. It's very hard to be excited about where the Dolphins are headed. Uh, you don't know if the coach is going to be there, if the GM is going to be there. You don't know who the quarterback is going to be. You have a good feeling who it's going to be. But you don't know if he's going to be in prison. It's a... It's a frustrating time to be a Dolphins fan, and it's been a very su- frustrating season. Uh, but uh, and it's only just beginning because like this whole week is going to be very long for Dolphins fans, for Panthers fans, for anybody other, for any of the other teams that are interested in Deshaun Watson. It's going to be a fascinating week, and who knows by the time that this podcast comes out, maybe Deshaun Watson has already been traded. Uh, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk says he would not be surprised if it happens on Tuesday, uh, as soon as Tuesday. So maybe if, if if he does get traded, I might try to get on here and do a little recording just to kind of break it down or whatever. But at this point, no trade has happened, but it does feel like a trade is very much imminent. But Mike, unless you have anything else to say in regards to that, why don't we move on to a very special uh, picks segment to end off this week's podcast i'm in joe 100 percent. i'm in do we want to go uh how about you uh do you would you like to explain to the viewers what this special uh pick is or do we want to kind of just surprise them and then let it just kind of happen as it happens you know, let's just i think let's just let it happen as it happens why don't we just uh, okay. cut away for a bit and we'll be back in uh well for you guys listening it'll be nothing but for us it'll be a few minutes uh and we'll we'll be back with our pickums we have a very special pick today. 
Uh, it's not me and Mike. Uh, you know, we've been doing a pretty terrible job so far this season. It's been a tough, uh, tough year to guess NFL games. So we brought uh, the best experts we know, the smartest people we know, and our wives. Uh, my wife, Amy. Amy, why don't you say hi? Hello. Uh, and <laughs> Mike, your wife, uh, Emily. Emily, why don't you say hi? Hey, hey, guys. <laughs> All right, this is fantastic. So we're gonna get we're we're gonna, I'm gonna set up the games. I'm gonna talk to, to uh you know I'm gonna tell you guys what the Amy has literally no idea what the games are gonna be this week. Um, so she's literally I know Emily is a little bit more prepared than Amy uh and for this, but you know we're gonna do it anyways. Um, I'm really feeling really confident. I, I am. Uh, so why don't we? Uh, how are you guys feeling, Emily? Are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. Um, I really haven't been paying attention much this season, <laughs> but <laughs> going over it was pretty fun, though. I think I'm feeling pretty confident, for sure. Amy, how are you feeling? I am <laughs> so confident, All too. right. <laughs> Very good. All right. All the teams play all the time. That's yep. what I know. The TV's always on. <laughs> Everybody, someone's always winning. So someone's exactly. I got to get one of them right. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I will guarantee you'll get at least one of them right. Oh, thank you. Love that mindset. Right. <laughs> Why don't we start off Thursday night? You guys know what game this is. Thursday night football, the Green Bay Packers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Emily, why don't we start with you? Who do you got winning this game, Green Bay versus Arizona? I've got Arizona. I just don't think that I, in good conscience, can pick Green Bay. <laughs> All right. You're not a Green Bay fan. Amy, who do you got? The Packers or the Cardinals? Who do you think I got? Well, no, I'm not, I can't do that. I think you know who I got. I got the Green Bay Packers, Joe. Oh, oh boy. my goodness. <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. And I'm not just saying that because Emily said the other guys. <laughs> which were Sorry, the Cardinals, buddy. I remember. Yes. I just have a very special spot in my heart for, you tell me who? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. We go way back. All right. Yes, very <laughs> good. So Amy's picking. You heard it here first. The Cardinals get their first loss of the season, according to Amy, on Thursday Night Football versus <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. Uh, so then why don't we move on to this, the Sunday games. Um, and Amy, the Dolphins, they're playing the Buffalo Bills this week. Uh, who you got in this game? I got the Dolphins, honestly. They have uh, been not doing so so hot. But I think that Tua's really going to – Show up and try to save his job because there's been some rumors <laughs> going around that they're just gonna chuck him under the bus and run him over. But I, <laughs> I'm hoping he can get out of the way. Yes. Okay. There is a chance Tua might not even be there by Sunday. Why? But yes, oh. I I like your I like your <laughs> reasoning. Very good, Emily. Uh, I'm. Uh, who do you got in the Miami versus Buffalo game? Sorry, Amy. I'm going Bills. Yeah. And. <laughs> That's uh, that's probably a good idea. That's probably the smart idea. A Amy uh, is just trying to suck up to me. So uh, why don't we move on to the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Emily, who you got in the Panthers at the Falcons? I'm going Falcons. Falcons. All right. Any reasoning behind it or you just vibes? I don't know. I just, yeah, I got those vibes. I got a good feeling about it. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I've always kind of leaned towards the Falcons anyway, kind of not even a bias. I just have. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty easy for me on that one. Very good. Very, it's easy for her. Wow. All right. Uh, Amy, who do you got? The Panthers versus the Falcons. Who do you think I got? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I asked you. Uh, I think 
The Cardinals. No, it's not either of the teams. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you even listening? Yeah, I look at right here. It says Car. Oh, yeah, it's Carolina Panthers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Can we do a redo, guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's all oh, going to be in the episode. Oh, my goodness <laughs> so gracious. The, the Carol- this is not going in the, the bloopers. Car- <laughs> the Carolina Panthers. Redo. Versus- I would like to choose the Carolina Panthers. All right. Bounce back win for them. Yep. Yeah. Deshaun Watson's going to be there, or what do you think? I hope not. All right. Very good. Uh, why don't we move on to the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. Amy, who do you got? Pittsburgh? Steelers or Cleveland Browns. I got the Browns, even though their uniforms are quite horrible. <laughs> All right, Emily, uh, do you have any expert analysis on this game like Amy? Sadly not, um, and not even just going against you again, Amy, but I'm going Steelers. I guess this is oh. going to be an ongoing thing. <laughs> Yeah, this is gonna be a you know this is gonna be a make or break week for me and Mike. You guys are picking against each other on every single game essentially. So, uh, you know it's gonna be either it's gonna be good for one of us. That's for sure. Uh, why don't we move on to the Cincinnati Bengals versus the New York Jets? Uh, Emily, who you got in the Bengals at the Jets? I'm going Jets. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um. Uh, all right, that's a that's a very fascinating pick. Uh, I, I I won't press you too hard on that one. Listen, uh, we all have to you know stake our claim somewhere. Amy, who you got in I the? I was d- gonna say the Bengals even before you had that reaction. To oh, her okay. Pick. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I, sh- may- not I maybe kidding. shouldn't give it away like that. That's my. No, bad. that's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, very good. Then the Tennessee Titans, a big AFC South matchup. You guys already know that the. Tennessee Titans versus the Indianapolis Colts. Amy, who's winning this big uh, divisional matchup? It's the Colts, Joe. The Colts. All right. Carson Wentz playing better. You're feeling them. Uh, Emily, who you got, the Titans or the Colts? I'm with you, Amy. Let's go Colts. Woo! The Colts. All right. You guys agreed on one, finally. Goodness, I thought you guys were going to have to have a debate or something on the podcast. Um, Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles, Detroit Lions. Emily, who you got, Lions or Eagles? Um, I am going Eagles. Eagles, all right. Any reasoning behind it? I love Jalen Hurts, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's telling me. Um, I honestly have no expertise on this one, but I just (laughs) recognize the Eagles over the uh, Lions, so that's my reasoning. Wow, you're picking against your husband's Motor City Dan, unbelievable. All day, um, every day. <laughs> yeah. Amy, who you got? The Lions or the Eagles? The Eagles. The Eagles. All right. You guys are agreeing on that one. And then we got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Chicago Bears. Amy, who you got in this game? The Bears or the 49ers? The 49ers. All right. Any reasoning behind that? Nope. Very good. All right. <laughs> Emily, who you got? The 49ers or the Chicago Bears? I'm going 49ers, and uh, also no reasoning, and I've always hated the 49ers, but <laughs> giving them a chance. <laughs> All right, there you go. She's giving them a chance. The Los Angeles Rams versus the Houston Texans. Who you got, Amy? The Rams or the Texans? Who do you think I got? Well, listen, that's why I asked oh, you. Come on. I got the, uh, what were they again? The, well, the Texas. Te- you're, you're taking the, the Texans to beat the Los Angeles Rams. All right. Take a chance on me. All right. Very good. Take a chance on her. Emily, are you taking a chance on this game? Uh, who are you picking? Absolutely the Rams not. Or the Texans? 
All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, buddy. (laughs) All right. So you're picking the Rams, I'm guessing. Yes. Let's go Rams. Why don't we move on to the next game, and it's the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Who you got in this game, Emily? You know, Michael's best friend is about the biggest Seahawks fan I've ever met in my life. So this one's for you, Ricky. I'm going Seahawks. All right, Ricky, that one's for you. Amy, who you got, the Jaguars or the Seahawks? The Jaguars. All right, the Jaguars. You're picking Urban Meyer. Picks are looking rough here the last couple, I'm not going to lie. Why don't we go on to the New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Amy, who are you picking in this game, the Chargers or the Patriots? The Patriots. Why would you do that? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, are you? Well, still the Patriots. Okay, all right. Oh. She's still picking the Patriots. Unbelievable. <laughs> Emily, who are you picking in this game? I really wanted to sabotage this and go against the Patriots just because Michael is the biggest fan ever, but I'm going New England. Let's go Patriots. Oh, she's sucking up to her husband. Nice. Very good. Uh, We sleep in the same bed, so. (laughs) Yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do. Then on to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New Orleans Saints. Big NFC South matchup. Who you got in this one, Emily? I'm going Tampa Bay. Just kidding. All right. Buccaneers. Very good. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Amy, who you got? The Buccaneers or the Falcons? She's trying to look me in the eyes to see what I'm... She's trying to read my mind right now. The Buccaneers. All right. The Buccaneers. I love that pick. Uh, on to the the next game. You hate it. No, I love it. (laughs) The Washington football team. Versus the Denver Broncos. Who you got, Amy? Washington oh, football. Oh, the Washington football team. Any reason behind that? Their name just makes me laugh every time I hear it. Sounds so fake. All right, very That's good. That's the only reason. Perfect reasoning. Uh, Emily, who you got in this one? Washington or Denver? I'm going Washington, and I agree. The name is so horrible. It's like a ripoff. <laughs> very good. Uh, my my son Miles is pitching in here. I don't know if you can hear him as well. He's trying to get his voice heard. Final two games, primetime games. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. Amy, who you got? My Cowboys or the Minnesota Vikings? Was that a hint? I'm, I'm going Vikings. Sorry, okay, Joe. all right. She's <laughs> going with the Vikings. Uh, Emily, this is actually your Dallas Cowboys. Who do you got? Your Dallas Cowboys or the Minnesota Vikings? I'm glad that you said that because I was about to correct you. (laughs) (laughs) I have been a Dallas Cowboys fan since I knew what football was, so I am going Cowboys. All right, the Dallas Cowboys. Miles agrees with you. He also wants the Dallas Cowboys. Um, And then on to the final game. We'll we'll get through this quick as Miles is getting upset. Yeah, Miles is not happy. He He wants to have his voice heard talking to the mic here. Final game. Here we go. New York Giants, Kansas City Chiefs. Emily, who you got, the Giants or the Chiefs? I just want to start off by saying that Kansas City is the most overhyped football team (laughs) ever, 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 ever. So I'm going Giants. I'm going Kansas City. Nice. All right. Take that. I got to watch my tongue a little bit. (laughs) That sounded like it came directly from your husband. 
Um, you know, we're on the same page. What can I say? Yeah, uh, listen, you guys did great. Uh, I, I, I agree 100%, honey, with all your picks. You did a phenomenal job. Thank you. I would just like to totally apologize for before. Sometimes when you talk football, I just kind of don't know. And I think that's what I did when I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, I would like to <laughs> just, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Amy has been watching. I've been married to Amy for over three years now. And every Sunday... And during football season, she's very surprised that the games are on all day. She's caught by surprise every single time. So, you know, I wouldn't call her, tech, you know, necessarily a football fan, but she does a great job listening to me talking nonsense. And, Emily, I'm sure you're the same way with Mike, uh, a supportive football wife. Absolutely. You know, it's a full-time job. <laughs> it's a full-time job. Absolutely. Uh, any final words you guys have before we wrap up this week's episode? Um, I'm just really excited to see how our picks turned out. I'm really proud. I think we both did really good, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see uh, since we had a lot of the opposite choices. So, Very you good. Say, Amy? Amy, you got anything? Amy, you got anything to say? Looks like no. All right. She's got nothing else to say. Uh, you guys were great. This was a great episode. Uh, why don't we just cut to our Mike and I's outro. All right. Uh, well. Couldn't have said it better myself, you know. I think the wives really said all they could, you know, all that needed to be said. Uh, that was a <laughs> that was chaotic, but it was good. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how their picks go this week. Yeah, no, that's for sure, Joe. And honestly, with the way the NFL's going, I think each pick could like they honestly could have gotten every pick right. Um, yeah, the ones your wife chose, she could have been right on every one, and my wife could have been right. They agreed on some, so that's good. Um, the one I'm most excited for is probably the final game, the New York uh, Giants versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that'll be fun to watch. <laughs> Absolutely. I, th there's going to be some, there's some fun games this week. I think that the Chiefs versus the Giants is a huge game. Um, and my wife picking Jacksonville to win, uh, also picking Houston to win this week. So I got a lot of games to, to, you know, to root for this week. But Mike, this has been a, this has been a fun episode. Uh, I won't Absolutely. keep you too much longer. Uh, I hope you had as good a time as I did. Absolutely. Um, all right. And Joe, uh, I mean, if, if Joe, if you want, we can also make our own picks. We don't have to do it on the show. And then we can um, post them on the Instagram as well and show our wives and our own. Or we can just go with our wives. I will leave that up to you. We can talk about that throughout yeah. the week. Absolutely not. I trust my wife 100%. I love we're it. Rolling. Love we're it. rolling. We're rolling with it. And we're going to roll on into next week when you guys hear from us next. Thank you guys so much for listening every week, week in and week out. We appreciate you guys so much. Make sure you give us a five-star rating. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, again, we appreciate you guys so much. Follow the show at underscore Average Joe Show on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're rolling on. We're getting close to the halfway point of the NFL season. But until next week, for, for Mike, my co-host, for JT, the producer, the man behind the magic, the man that makes it all run, um, we will catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>